0: Pauly, you and I had a an interesting experience over the weekend. I know. In that, before we started doing this podcast, we could talk like normal friends. Sure. And we were both at a party, you know, like normal friends mm-hmm. this past weekend. And it was very odd for a few minutes because... We talk all the time, but not just as friends. We we talk like over the pod. I know. <laughs> it's like we're like doing the podcast at each other. That's
1: why I think I'd feel much more comfortable if we were like Penn and Teller, who have like a very strict, like they don't socialize with each other.
0: Mm, like Penn it. goes
1: Penn's way. Teller goes Teller's way. That's it. It's
0: Penn or Teller. And so
1: I would feel more comfortable if we were like that. And also if we had a couple tigers running around.
0: <laughs> sure. Yes, definitely. Isn't that Siegfried and Roy?
1: No, Penn and Teller have got to have used a tiger in something.
0: I would imagine at some point.
1: Right? Siegfried and Roy are best friends. And one of them got epped by a
0: tiger. But that
1: just made them even closer.
0: Maybe we need to get eaten by a tiger. Are you
1: saying we're not good enough friends?
0: <laughs> I, I'm saying a tiger could either really help or really hurt our friendship. All right, let's try it. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here to bring you... The sincere and earnest news of the day. Mm. Paula, what's our topic this week?
1: We have such a good topic this week. Uh, this week on the pod, we are talking carbohydrates. Carbs, carbs baby. Carbs, 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 Nom, nom,
0: nom, 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 nom.
1: Josh, what are your hot carb thoughts? <laughs>
0: um, I like carbs when they're hot as opposed to when they're cold. Okay, great. I like warm bread. Like warm croissants. Okay. I also I guess my hot take is that carbs aren't that bad aren't necessarily bad for you.
1: No, no, no. But what I do love about carbs is every few years there's a very, very hot diet where suddenly they're the devil.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. Suddenly
1: every few years we're like, fuck carbs. (laughs) Even even though they're in everything. Yeah. And then everyone quits them for a while Mm -hmm. and everyone's miserable. (laughs) Everyone's sad. And then, and then we kind of forget about that diet. We kind of forget about that. And then a couple years later, some, you know, Dr. McGillicuddy or whatever comes forward and is like, my diet, no carbs.
0: Mm-hmm. And the cycle repeats. The
1: cycle repeats. Will well, the circle be unbroken?
0: But after the, the circle the, is a, a bread bowl. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, <laughs> it's a pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of goes in on itself. And yeah. It goes right Twisty. around. Well, the Atkins diet mm-hmm. was really big when we were growing up, I feel yes. like that was the latest, well, the latest version of this diet. And this is very, very, very much simplifying these diets. I'm not a doctor.
1: I I'm am not
0: a nutritionist. I am. Um, but keto ketosis is heavily yeah, carb, uh, uh they don't like carbs.
1: I'll tell you what. Somebody's right now at this moment is yelling at their speaker, their earphones, going, "It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle." <laughs> yeah. But you can sit down, honey. <laughs>
0: and then before that, it was Atkins. Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't the guy- but South Beach was somewhere in there. Yeah,
0: South Beach is somewhere in there too. It's yeah. all it's all very similar.
1: All very similar. Can I tell you my Atkins story, please? I had a delightful uh, teacher, a calculus teacher in okay. high school when somebody takes calculus, even though I was so bad at it. And he was on the Atkins diet. And so if, so people who don't remember the Atkins diet, you wouldn't eat carbs and you'd eat a lot of like bacon and stuff. Yes. So he would keep bacon in his pocket and occasionally would be teaching calculus and would reach into his pocket and pop a piece of bacon in his mouth. All right. Throughout the class. And I remember sometimes he'd be wearing light colored khakis and you would see little flecks of grease come out. So then he must have realized it or someone must have said something because then he started keeping it on the window ledge and he'd shut the window and he'd be teaching and he would walk over and he'd flick it open and he'd grab a piece of bacon and he'd keep teaching.
0: We don't usually get this buck wild this early in the episode, I know, but I'm okay. I have a lot of questions here. Yeah, Um, throw them at me. Okay. Um, First and foremost, He kept
1: it on the window, on the outside window ledge. Yeah, because he said it was like a refrigerator. Which I, I think, like at the time, I was like, "Well, cold, yeah." But now that I'm talking about it, birds just could have pooped all over that. I was about to say, he's
0: really like, he's increasing the squirrel and or bird snatchery quotient.
1: Perhaps I'm remembering this completely wrong, but I don't think they were in. Tupperware or anything. So he I, just
0: had loose. Ba- I, loose? Think it was,
1: I think he would put down a paper towel and then a pile of bacon on top of it. Josh is having a meltdown.
0: He's a, so this man is a calculus teacher, right? Yeah. He's Mr. mathematically minded. Mm-hmm. Calculus is all about logic.
1: I would not know. I did not pay attention.
0: But Calculus and math in general is about making a statistical model that makes sense and logically follows step by step a truth of the universe.
1: Mm-hmm. His his hypothesis is his so flawed. Truth of the universe is outside cold, outside good for bacon, bacon <laughs> outside bacon, outside bacon. Bacon,
0: bacon is a food mm-hmm. that goes from when it is hot and delicious and freshly out of the the pan. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! Ten out of ten. Not a bacon girl. Having not really brought pork products into the house when I was growing up, let me tell you, the first time I had bacon, I was like, this is the greatest thing uh, in the universe.
1: I don't like the smell.
0: That's the one thing that most people like.
1: No, I don't like it.
0: Well, so generally people... Sure, sure, sure. Like, I, like, hear your, I hear your yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It is definitely a pungent smell. Mm-hmm. There's definitely... And it's so... Points to him that he kept it outside, so he didn't get bacon smell throughout the classroom. Yes, yes, yes. But also, I guess my point is just that, like, if you like bacon, hot crispy bacon, unbelievable. What's the and then the difference between that and cold refrigerated soggy bacon?
1: Outside bacon,
0: outdoor bacon.
1: Now, what? Yes, I completely agree. Huge chasm. I completely agree. And I think the other thing I would love to touch on with this is the bold move of somebody who was like, I do not need to wait between classes to eat. Sure. When I want bacon, I want bacon now. Yeah,
0: bacon good.
1: <laughs> bacon good. Bacon now.
0: Math man want bacon now. <laughs> <laughs> I am math man. You are math student.
1: There was you no- don't tell me
0: what to do. I eat bacon from pocket.
1: <laughs> there was no rhyme or reason. It would just be teaching. And as nonchalantly as could be would just be blah, 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 I'm talking, 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 pop open window, pop bacon in mouth, keep going. Well,
0: because it's funny because some foods you can do that. Like you can take a sip of coffee whenever you want to. If you're running a race, you can take one of those little sugar packets. You know, like the like the carbo. What? When people are running marathons, they've got, <laughs> they've got like little like. They're not sugar cubes like that you'd put in. <laughs> that tea. is fully what I'm I'm picturing
1: them whipping out a sweet and low packet. No,
0: it's like a Gatorade like uh like carbohydrate oh, like chew. Goo. Yeah, like goo kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh,
1: I've always wondered what they were.
0: Yeah. So it's just like just to give you more like carbs to burn and energy to but like he's teaching calculus. It's not hey, a marathon. That's exhausting. Also, my other thing that I wanted to talk about here was I would imagine that the thing that he needed was protein, right? Even let's just put aside that he's popping this mid-class. He needed protein mid-class. Taking a popper. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing, he needs a little, a little bump Mm -hmm. to get through (laughs) this sixth period math class. I've got
1: an addiction to bacon. He needs a
0: meat bump. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, there are already portable meats that aren't bacon. Like jerky jerky that's the whole point of jerky the whole point of well, jerky here's the
1: thing is- i do respect though it's jerky. have you have you bought beef jerky lately it's pretty good first off it rules it rules but also it's expensive yeah it's like six or seven bucks for a little bag mm-hmm. so, so i mean his- bacon's more economical So got that
0: pocket jerky
1: got that pocket, jerky. pocket bacon yeah yeah
0: that's absolutely crazy
1: yeah it's it's a it's a pretty bold energy to be uh rolling into calc with
0: but i guess uh you know no carbs taste as good as as healthy
1: feels
0: (laughs) (laughs) i will say that the cycle was broken by the oprah declaration of 2018 which was just the weight watchers ad i love bread now
1: i think she was doing a callback I think that years and years and years before, Oprah had proclaimed her love for bread. Uh And it was such a hot thing on the internet that she came back with it. Interesting. When did Oprah love bread?
0: (laughs) I hope the internet just says, always.
1: (laughs) There's an article on the Daily Beast says, I love bread. Oprah's greatest and most controversial act yet. With three beautiful words sure, in her Sure,
0: sure. Yes, <laughs> the color purple was less controversial than her saying she liked bread.
1: With three beautiful words in her Weight Watchers campaign, Oprah's giving hope to bread enthusiasts in a gluten-free world, saving the bread industry and angering people too. This is who was mad about it. People are wild. People are wild.
0: Yeah, that seems like an article that Big Bread created like it's big bread propaganda being like hey we got to put something out there.
1: <laughs> Can I read you this is truly the most earnest quote in the entire world. Okay. <clears throat> this is in the Oprah loves bread article. It was a nice boost psychologically that wow, somebody of Oprah's stature decided that they were going to sing the praises of bread, said Rob Mackey, president and CEO of the American Bakers Association. It's a nice change, if you will, from some of the environment we've been dealing with these past few years.
0: He said mopping his brow.
1: That's the most earnest thing I've ever heard because even though maybe there's bread haters out there. I'm imagining outside the American Bakers Association is just like a picket line of people being like, down with bread. <laughs> but it also smells so good he's, outside of the American <laughs> Bakers Association. He's just getting assaulted at restaurants. Yeah. People throwing water at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, go to hell, bread man. Yeah. Do
0: you know the muffin man? Well, you should go back where he came from. <laughs> the
1: pits of hell.
0: Yeah, go back to Drury Lane. <laughs> you piece of shit.
1: <laughs> like he just can't, he can't leave his house. Yeah, It's
0: like he commented from his underground bunker.
1: <laughs> Every morning he looks outside. People have burned bread, Yeah, thrown it on his lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Paula, what's your favorite bread? <sighs> Boy, that's a really controversial subject. Um, I mean, are we talking baked good or bread? Or like if you and I are going to golden nugget, which my favorite restaurant in the whole world. Mm-hmm. What kind of bread am I ordering?
0: Oh, are you saying it like for as a side? So?
1: Yeah, but I think we're talking, I, I think was, we're talk. What are you go on. What
0: I was thinking, I don't want to put words in your mouth is like, so there's like toast breads and there's bun breads. Okay. You know what I mean, like there's, there's breads that are in and of themselves. They're the main attraction. Sure. You know, we're like, you get a nice, like you get a nice cheese. You get a nice cheese plate. You get some baked feta at Lula Cafe in Logan Square. Okay, glamorous. And you just want some, like, the bread is part of the main attraction. Sure. And then there's, like. Cheddar Bay biscuits. (laughs) And then there's, alternatively, like, the, okay, the bread is an integral part of this sandwich. I'm going to a nice New York deli, and I just want to get some, like, some corned beef or I want to get some pastrami and I'm just like going to get a a nice sandwich or like whatever you want to call it, a hoagie, a sandwich, a, a sub. Like those are two different types of breads.
1: Sure. I think I'm going to say something that's going to make you mad at me. Okay. I like bread. But I'm in no way a bread aficionado. Okay, as I'm worried, us having an episode on carbohydrates will make people think I am. Okay, because if you were to say, Paula, what's the finest bread in the world? I'd go sliced wheat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like multigrain or just regular wheat.
1: <laughs> wheat. <laughs> That's better than white bread. And if bread. you were to say, Paula, what is the fanciest bread you can think of? I would go. English muffin, the kind in the aisles.
0: <laughs> a continental muffin.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I um, I'm worried that like you were wanting me to be like, I just really want a focaccia with a like dusting of the cheddar, but um, that's not the kind of gal you're talking to. Now I can tell you what kind of bread I don't like. Okay, rye. Paula, Paula. I think Oh, that's rye, the bread of my people. I think rye bread is bad. Rye bread is so good. It is so aggressive. It tastes do you know what? Do you know what it tastes like?
0: Magic and no, the no, struggle no, no, no. of centuries to keep a religion alive at the when everyone else is trying to kill you and eradicate you.
1: <laughs> well, now I can't say anything. I guess I love rye bread. <laughs> no,
0: please say it.
1: <laughs> um to me rye tastes like uh, like you left a little bit of beer in a bottle Mm -hmm. or in a cup like you were at you were you put a little bit of beer in a cup and then you left it outside for a really long time you didn't wash it didn't wash the cup and then you decided to get water but you didn't realize that the cup was dirty and then you took a drink and you were like this is terrible that's what it tastes like to me.
0: I, I don't even know where to start with this. I don't know where to start with this. Just like a nice toasted rye, and you get a Reuben.
1: Why do you rye when you can do wheat?
0: Because it just gives it, it it's an equal player. It's It takes two to tango in a good sandwich, and the, the bread is just as important in the sandwich. Ugh. It really just gives uh, it a rye structure. Rye is just
1: exhausting. Rye is the bread that corners you at the party and won't stop talking about like some, you know, faction of the EU. And you're like, I get it. I get this is supposed to be like good dinner conversation. I am i can't handle this.
0: <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to agree on this.
1: But... Sourdough sucks too.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I was going to tell a story about my dad, but are you kidding me? Going with your dad story. No, no, we have to keep going.
1: Sourdough sucks. Yeah. Sourdough. Sourdough's a really good bread. Uh, it's just. What am I? On the Oregon Trail? No, you've made it to Silicon Valley. <laughs> it's an economic
0: boom, and you've created right. you've created sourdough bread.
1: God. Sourdough bread just makes me feel like I'm little house on the prairie. No, it's like uh, <laughs> bacon away. God. I don't like an aggressive bread. I, don't think Apparently, bread. I don't think bread should be the main attraction.
0: Sourdough is life. Sourdough starts with a starter that's passed down from generations.
1: You're telling a really beautiful story, but don't forget the time that I came in here with a, a bottle of kombucha and you pretty much knocked it out of my hand. You were so grossed out. This is true. I don't like kombucha. Kombucha is just better sourdough. No. That is absolutely not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. They're both bacteria. What's your dad's story? So my this,
0: my dad, I think in high school, he grew up in New Hampshire, um, not a particularly Jewish area. There definitely Jews there, um, but not particularly Jewish. They took a trip, I think, with his high school to New York, something like that. He 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 went to New York and was at like a traditional New York Jewish deli, like mm-hmm. a Katz's, okay, kind of situation
1: hey cats is on impractical jokers a lot
0: sure <laughs> that's where it's famous from <laughs> um and my dad was behind someone at the counter and they went up and the person in front of him went up and ordered and said i would like a turkey sandwich on white bread and the guy behind the counter said are you sure i think i was like yeah and then the man behind the counter just his whole soul got sucked through that order and was so emaciated from it that my dad when he went up there and was like could I have a Reuben please and i'm so sorry.
1: Oh. Well, i mean i think that look if if you were to take me to the impractical jokers famous cats' deli.
0: The impractical jokers
1: present cats' <laughs> deli. deli. I would order the specialty. You know, like you have to get it then. Yeah. It's not like I'm repulsed by it. It's just, what am I going to go out of my way to get? Sure. But but you have to get rye bread in a place that is known for that. Sure. You know, it'd be like going to London and not getting...
0: An English muffin.
1: An English muffin. <laughs> <laughs> going to France and not getting French toast sticks. <laughs>
0: Can we talk about French toast sticks for yes, a minute? We can though we always talk
1: about French toast sticks. You know my policy on this pod. <laughs> I completely forgot that
0: French toast sticks existed until recently, and then there was occasion for me to remember that French toast sticks existed, mm-hmm. and it immediately brought me back to elementary school lunch of the French toast sticks and the like breakfast for for lunch.
1: Oh yeah,
0: It was always the best day at school because it was the you got. Syrup. You got mm-hmm. the little like syrup packets that like always got fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you would be you're sticky, for, sticky days. for days. Yeah. And you'd get the the like completely flaccid <laughs> French toast sticks.
1: Yes. And those ho- the little sausage.
0: Yes. The little sausage bitch. And then the star of the show, let's be honest here. The hash brown, like the little triangular like.
1: Oh, yes. The
0: hash brown that was only mostly defrosted. Yes. <laughs>
1: and, was- and I think that sometimes we would also get pancakes we sometimes got pancakes too and it was a lot yeah you know this is this brings up a, a really good thing to talk about um with carbs our breakfast options as a society are nuts
0: oh like it's crazy not like our options are only nuts like right no, the, no. The food our, you...
1: Josh, our breakfast option <laughs> almond
0: <laughs> peanut
1: no, no no but it is it is crazy that like if you right now were like, hey, Paula, I'm going to make you dinner. It's going to be a full on cake covered in more sugar. I'd be like, that's not dinner. But then if you were to be like, hey, let's go get breakfast. It's a pancake covered in syrup, pounds of butter on the side. We're going to throw some whipped cream and chocolate chips in there. And I'd be like, hell yeah, breakfast of champions. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the the not fun answer is probably because... We was all farmers back then. Uh, I'm
1: so sick of farmers running shit.
0: I know it was just That's daylight why we have savings. This daylight
1: savings. That's why we have the electoral college.
0: Are we? Anti- We're not anti-farmer.
1: No, I come from a long line of farmers, but I am anti-us letting them dictate everything.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if you're gonna go out and plow a field for a whole day, you need some carbs to do it. You got a carbo load.
1: Can you <laughs> imagine? Can you imagine? Going to a diner, getting like I feel like every diner has that like, you know, 30 pancakes and the they're hungry like, The Hungry Man's Breakfast. The Hungry Man's Breakfast. And it's like, they're actually Snickers Heath Bar pancakes <laughs> 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 with cheesecake syrup. They're and like- then so you eat all that. You eat all that, you eat the three or four sides, and then and then it's like, come on, buds, let's go plow a field. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You lost me at plow a field. It's really where you lost me. I can't really imagine plowing a field.
1: <laughs> but the breakfast part you got.
0: Yeah, exactly. All I can think of with the breakfast is like, no, this is nap time now. I had a bunch of heath bars. No, you gotta go plow a field. This is true. What if that was the new rule for that's how we curb global warming is everyone who goes out to brunch then has to go plow a field or do manual labor for like
1: well, that'd, that'd cure the brunch lines, wouldn't it? <laughs> it
0: would, and then only we could go to brunch.
1: Yeah. Hey, Josh. Hey, Paula. So bread bowls are insane, right?
0: Totally nuts.
1: <laughs> like, So the concept of bread bowls for people that have never set foot in the Midwest, it's a chunk of bread. Mm-hmm. Imagine,
0: yeah, imagine you took bread, right? Right. And you cut a third of it off at the top. Just a touch. just Yeah, just a touch. Just a scotch. Mm-hmm. And then you hollow it out like a pumpkin. <laughs> it's really, it's it's a jack-o'-lantern full of soup. And full it is bread.
1: Soup. And it's never a light soup. No. It's always like a cream-based.
0: Yeah, or like a, um, like I love a sweet potato, kind of like that kind of like fall harvest soup. Mm-hmm. But you're getting a hearty soup in like a full loaf of bread.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely bad shit crazy.
0: And for me, it triggers all of my anxieties because I'm worried scared of bread. <laughs> well, what I'm scared of is I'm sure they've figured out the technology at this point that like Panera bread can have bread bowls at at scale, but anytime I get a bread bowl, all I can think about is like I have to finish the soup so quickly so that it doesn't soak through the bottom of the bread bowl. People just gonna add- so it's, gonna get, it's gonna get it's gonna get it's gonna break a and it's People gonna go all over the table my mouth is so burnt but it's gonna be worth it rather than the social anxiety of this oh god they're all gonna point and laugh everyone's
1: watching you the clocks coming down Yeah,
0: yeah. it's like a, yeah, it's like a man versus food in the most depressing way like it's a it's an eating challenge just for me where I think everyone is watching me
1: yes yes Uh, But, well, now that's fun. (laughs) What would other crazy man versus food be? How do we introduce this bit?
0: What kind of man versus food challenges do you think that you could succeed on? So if you haven't watched man versus food before, it's like this guy, Adam, um, who no longer does it because.
1: Oh, uh, no, he he bats. He bad? Well, I don't know how bad he is. I There was a... How, how much do we want to get into this? There were some social media posts, and he replied to some people, and he uh, said some things that were not very nice to those people. Cool.
0: So we're not pro-man versus food.
1: Is he hot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam Richmond of man versus food is super hot. Hotter before he lost all the weight, but hot. <laughs> Um,
0: so, basically, this human man goes into restaurants and tries to conquer Hot food. human man. <laughs> I, said, I don't know about that. Money. I'm Hot, not
1: problematic human man.
0: <laughs> Could be an impractical joker.
1: That's my type.
0: <laughs> <laughs> goes into restaurants and tries to defeat their food challenges like a... Hercules of the modern era Trying to pass The 12 trials to find immortality
1: Yes and and truly There's kind of two variations Either lot of food Or spicy food. (laughs) It's it's not both. It's It's not both. It's one or the other. There's either too much of it or it's way too, it's impossible to eat. Yes. But I like this little world we've created where the food is actively fighting against you. (laughs) Yeah. So the food's trying to burst through the bowl. The food is, you know, maybe it's really slippery. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's like a live eel or something. (laughs) And it's slipping and sliding out of your hands.
0: (laughs) I don't like that at all. Maybe you're
1: underwater. You have to drink it all before you die. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I want. I want man versus food to with, be really real more steaks. of a versus in there. Yeah, you want more. You want
0: more steaks where like, will yeah. nature win or will man win? <laughs>
1: this week, pizza won. <laughs> yeah.
0: Zoom out. It's just his grave.
1: The angels. <laughs> Zoom out. It's just somebody's gravestone. Yeah, <laughs> the, with the little Caesar standing over <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right,
0: exactly. With the with the with the spear in him. <laughs> God. Oh man. So, what would
1: some other very dangerous ones be? I mean, what about this? Like a Russian roulette style. Okay. So it's like you know, it's um, it's a bowl of pasta let's stay on brand for carbohydrates Mm -hmm. but one piece of the pasta is very poisonous (laughs) oh wow that sucks right that sounds
0: terrible that's you're inventing torture (laughs) inventing types of torture
1: all of a sudden man versus food (laughs) is that how we're legally classifying it now
0: that the the u.s government can take prisoners and terrorists and they're not torturing them. They're filming episodes of Man vs. Food.
1: All right, so you sit down, you eat a ton of watermelon. Now, one of the seeds might become a watermelon in your stomach. (laughs) It might explode, you might die, or you might survive. This week, a man versus food. (laughs) Winner is watermelon. Rest in peace, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I would watch the heck out of that. You know what drives me crazy? What? Do you ever notice? Do I look like I'm about to do a stand-up set right now? You do. Listeners at home, she is leaning
0: on the microphone and making a face like she's just thought of this before. <laughs>
1: on the way over here, something crazy happened to me. <laughs> just kidding. That's what. That's my little, if stand-ups ever say on the way over here, it did not happen on the way over there. Um, isn't it crazy that the Travel Channel dips its toes so much into the Food Network's territory?
0: Oh, Yeah. Oh, I've never really thought about that before. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. This is an important battle line.
1: Man versus food, Food Network versus Travel Channel. Yeah. Because so often on the travel so often on the Travel Channel, what the difference is they're going from restaurant to restaurant. I liked it more when I heard it the first time when it was called Diners, Drive-ins and Dives. <laughs> like that's just
0: You're comparing Anthony Bourdain to Guy Fieri.
1: Same. (laughs) Same both princes. American royalty. Um, Interesting, right?
0: It is. It is interesting. It does feel like they're quite literally chopping their flavor.
1: (laughs) Oh, Josh, do you hear that? Is that the sound of... I feel like I hear like a marching band or something far off in the distance, but coming closer at a rapid
0: pace. I don't know how it goes from there on out. That's it's close enough. It's small town festival.
1: Yay. Uh, this in this very self explanatory segment, we talk about a small town festival.
0: That's super earnest.
1: But Josh, I have a really good one tonight. Wow. Today.
0: Depends on when you're listening, readers. But you could be listening to this at night.
1: Okay. Did I say readers? Yeah, but maybe people are reading it. (laughs) Now, Josh, as we launch into this week's Small Town Festival, I need to set the stage for you. Okay. September 10th, 1945. All right.
0: The war is almost over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Clara and Lloyd Olson. They're feeling a little hungry. They live on a farm. They think... Let's uh, butcher one of these chickens up for dinner tonight, right? Mm -hmm. So Lloyd gets his axe ready. He goes above a chicken. He does this all the time. He swings at it, right? But then the chicken walked away.
0: (laughs) Without a head?
1: Oh, without a head. Uh Uh-huh. And he just headed back with the other chickens. So they were like, okay, let's see. Where the hell this goes <laughs> <laughs> so then uh Mike goes out to the barn the next day, and oh, sorry, Mike is the chicken, so let me replay. so then Lloyd goes out to the barn the next day, and there's there's the chicken, which is named Mike, Mike, the headless chicken, Sure. Uh, just laying there, just hanging out, doing you know hang, doing chicken stuff. um just I cannot stress this enough without a head. <laughs> So little Lloyd Olson, sweet little Lloyd Olson decides right then and there that if Mike had that much of a will to live, he would do whatever it took to keep Mike alive. okay, so he feeds him with an eyedropper okay into essentially his head hole <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell you that Mike, the headless wonder chicken, lived for eighteen months
0: without a head? without a
1: head growing from two and a half pounds to eight pounds. He went on a national tour. So he went to New York, Atlantic City, Los Angeles, San Diego, 25 cents a a pop to see Mike, was valued at $10,000 and insured for the same. Isn't that crazy? This is how he went. While returning from one of these road trips, the Olsen stopped at a motel in the Arizona desert. In the middle of the night, Mike began to choke. Lloyd couldn't find the eyedropper. And Mike, Matt, the real magic Mike, <laughs> went to that chicken coop in the sky.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Isn't that a wild story?
0: That's absolutely wild. Also, like, you know, you work really hard... At something for a craft. Sure. And you put hours and dollars and lots of energy Mm -hmm, into something. mm
1: -hmm. 10,000 hours.
0: And then someone just comes along and all they did was (laughs) chopped off their head and suddenly
1: they're the headliner. (laughs) Suddenly they're getting bits of corn shoved in their neck (laughs) hole. Yeah.
0: They're they're selling out stadiums at 25 cents a pop (laughs) while you're
1: just still doing the local mics. Yes. Isn't this a wild, wild ride? Every year, Mike's hometown, Freuta, Freuta, Colorado, celebrates Mike the Headless Chicken Festival. Wow. So I can tell you a little bit about the festival. Yeah, please. But we don't have a full schedule, so this is really going to have to be left up to us. Okay. So here's the clues I can give you. <laughs> there's a 5K run. Okay. There's a disc golf tournament. Ah. And there's a post on the official Facebook page from a man named Joel that says, do you know anything about the chicken people conspiracy? I need answers. (laughs) Zero like zero replies. So together, I think we can solve this mystery.
0: Yeah. I think we have enough clues to probably crack this case wide open. Yeah. 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 I hope that the disc golf tournament you're using like chicken heads, Oh, no, what I was thinking is there's a bunch of... The chickens are the holes. Oh,
1: and, and you're, you're throwing, throwing their the head disc. back in their hole.
0: No, you're thinking you're um, you're throwing the disc so hard and so fast that it just shoop, takes the head off the chicken in
1: that one moment. <sighs> It's a humane way to go. It's a hum- Look, we all want to go that way. Yeah. Not right. all of us are lucky enough to. With some suburban
0: guy throwing a, d- a Frisbee so yes. hard that it chops your head off.
1: And I hope the 5K run is in a turtleneck
0: and mm. their heads are
1: completely covered by it.
0: Oh, interesting. Paula is demonstrating right now with the turtleneck that she is wearing. She's throwing up peace signs up deuces. Very hard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for doing that investigative journalism. Thank you. Now, let's get to the bottom of the most troubling part of this is the chicken people conspiracy.
1: Yeah. So, upon further investigation, there is a picture, and it appears to be a scoreboard at a baseball game. And it just says, happy birthday. The chicken people wish Nora a happy birthday. And it doesn't... It certainly is not like a major league stadium. Sure. Uh So... That's kind of the end of that.
0: So we know that the lizard people have been in the presidency for years and years and years at this sure, point. Sure, sure, sure. But the chicken people seem a lot more supportive. They're not trying to run the world. They're just trying to wish little boys and girls a happy birthday. We have a great
1: birthday from the chicken people.
0: Yeah. So Paula, do you want to hear my hot take on the Jewish holiday Passover? You know I do. So for those of you who are not familiar, Passover is a holiday that basically celebrates the Exodus story. You know, you, you have a big meal, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But the biggest part of Passover is that there's a dietary restriction for eight nights, like Hanukkah, but a different thing every night or a, <laughs> same restriction every <laughs> night. And the main thing is that you don't have anything that's leavened. So okay. matza is really the only thing that you have. Joseph Gordon Leaven. <laughs> <laughs> yep the, he's the he's the spit- that's a t-shirt <laughs> Joseph Gordon leavened <laughs> um, so matza is really the only thing that you have that has flour in it you basically don't have flour or grain or anything that w- or yeast anything that would leaven Um, corn also falls in that mm-hmm. as well so like corn syrup is not even oh allowed and things like that
1: is this all day
0: all day all night for eight days. Mm-hmm. Here's my hot take. Passover happens in the spring. This is just the Jewish calendar telling you to get beach ready.
1: Just you know, it's just got your back. Yeah,
0: you don't need to. You don't need to give up carbs long term, but just take a week off, maybe do a juice cleanse, okay. a juice cleanse, okay, and get beach ready for the summer.
1: I love that. Now, see, that's a hot. That that was the first fad diet. Yeah, it well, was. <laughs> Passover was the first Atkins.
0: Yeah, it was the first Atkins. You were preventing your firstborn son from getting killed by the angel of death, and you were looking great while doing it. <laughs> We all want to recreate running away from the Egyptians. You're not going to get that kind of toned Mediterranean body without de- following oh, Passover. Oh, you know
1: they were just eating like healthy fats. Yeah, right. You exactly. know, a, the right amount of olive oil.
0: Right. And like good red wine. The kind that's good for your heart.
1: Can ever, just a little bit every night. One little piece of dark chocolate. Yeah.
0: yeah the Israelite <laughs> diet. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't it be more fun, though? Hear me out. It would be more fun if it was a different thing you weren't supposed to eat every day.
0: Oh. so it's But it'd like, be
1: like nothing blue. <laughs> <laughs> like a wedding? Like it would just be like a different a different little fun, tricksy one every day. <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs> nothing taller than you.
1: <laughs> what weighs more than a dog but less than a piano? Yeah. You can't eat it today. <laughs> it is funny that 20
0: questions... The first question, you know those like machines that play 20 questions mm-hmm. with you and things like that? The Mach- first
1: qu- Wait, 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 wait. What <laughs> machines that play 20 questions with you? What are you talking about? You could
0: get like little like before phones, uh,
1: smartphones were a thing. Okay, I was, was born like- the year of the smartphone. I was born in 2016, so <laughs> It's not the year of the smartphone and it's definitely not when you were born. Um, I'm 3. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, A very mature three. Thank you. Um, There were physical electronics that you could play 20 questions with. Like, we definitely had these in class, or, like, friends had them. It was like, imagine a Bop-It, but it's just 20 questions. (laughs) And you had to guess what the
1: is that like was that for people who like couldn't find a friend
0: all right well i played with
1: I'm my not friend saying it's for you no I'm i did play saying, it a lot i'm just saying I, I would have been obsessed with it but it really sounds like something that's like or like that website a little where it was,
0: sad it, it is a little sad but like that website with that genie who could like think of any mm. the idea was like you could think of anything you were thinking of like, once you were ready, then it asked you a number of questions. Yeah. It would, oh, I it remember that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So,
1: those were kind of like a more advanced Gigapet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a Gigapet was useless.
0: Yeah, yeah, And it didn't die like a Tamagotchi.
1: Did you have a Gigapet or Tamagotchi? They were the same thing.
0: No, I didn't. You didn't have one? I didn't have either. Mm. <laughs> well, that, wow, that was a very telling, mm. You think less of me now, it sounds like. I
1: don't think less of you. I don't think more. <laughs> um, I had one of each. I had a Giga night of Tamagotchi, and I remember they would go off, because there was, there was no timer on them. Sure. So they would go off. Like a Furby. Anytime, day or night, whenever they were hungry. Uh-huh. And uh, my dad, in the middle of the night one night, went and put them in his hardware, or his, uh, his uh, toolbox, and... I don't know if I ever saw him again. <laughs> really caused a riff in the family.
0: We've already had one daughter, and we've already lived through the not sleeping phase. I'm not doing this we don't again. We not really
1: need this. Yeah. Anyway, the point of
0: this whole story was that they'd always ask, "Is it bigger than a bread box?" Every single oh, time. Yeah. I was like,
1: sure. I'll, I'll talk twenty questions. <laughs> Is it bigger than a bread box? I love that we use that because. What an outdated thing. Yeah.
0: Do you know how big a bread box is?
1: No idea. We should use like, is it bigger than an iMac?
0: <laughs> Paula, how do we feel about pasta?
1: Oh, we all love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Were you expecting a perfect Italian accent to come out of my mouth? I,
0: I wasn't, but then it did.
1: <laughs> Arrivederci.
0: <laughs> Your Italian accent, you just do that cadence.
1: <laughs> um, so, Are you a pasta guy?
0: So you know how I got really uppity about food earlier today? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, y- you don't like rye? That's a, that's a huge problem.
1: Oh, I think you used some swear words, but I cut him out of the podcast. But anybody who's listening, please know Josh called me things that I can never forgive him for.
0: That's not true. <laughs> um, I'm not really all that into pasta. I don't really like pasta all that much. I like never pasta. have really liked pasta. No. Really? Yeah. it's gr- It's kind of gross to me i've gotten better recently so like i like earthy pastas and like
1: what in the world is an earthy like i don't like
0: tomato sauce on a i don't like like spaghetti and meatballs like that's there's nothing grosser to me
1: okay well i hear you out on that because i don't i this is real i don't eat food that reminds me of worms (laughs) so i don't eat spaghetti gummy worms i don't eat gummy worms what about sausages I don't really like sausage. Those aren't really like worms, but now that you've said that, I won't eat those anymore. <laughs>
0: Unless they're in patty shape.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really have to flatten this out. Yeah. So I do hear you on the spaghetti, but but go on. So what are we talking with earthy? Like,
0: like if I were having like a pasta with mushrooms, like I'd be good with that. I like like a, like I don't like it when it's the consistency. It's like, you know, like bow ties, like bow tie pasta.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm familiar with bow tie pasta. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'd- I've heard of it.
0: <laughs> it's just so squishy. I don't like it. I don't like it. I won't, like, make a scene about it. And especially if I'm, like, not supposed to be rude, I'll, like, kind of eat it without...
1: <laughs> especially if you're in one of those situations where you're not supposed to be rude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you... I don't know. I'll, like, eat it without tasting it. You know? You know that kind of tactic of, like... Like you a put in, seagull? Yeah, like, you... There you have something and you're like, you can't not eat it. But you're kind of just like, mmm, I didn't chew that at all. <laughs> and like, I'm just going to try to do this without tasting It's like how I... That's how you feel about pasta? That's how I feel about The it?
1: thing is with pasta is that pasta has no taste. It's the
0: consistency, I think, is what it is.
1: Josh, I... um, You know how you got really mad at me for not liking rye bread? Yeah. I respect your decision to not like pasta, so...
0: Wow. (laughs) I don't...
1: No, no, no. I hear you, though. Like, there definitely, like, is a texture thing.
0: Yeah. For sure. And it's, like... And the weird thing is, like, I like... I don't... I don't like... The weird thing is, I don't like spaghetti and meatballs. But that same type of noodle in, like, pho or in, like like, a soup noodle kind of situation, like a ramen... I'm all in, baby. I love it. All
1: right. Well, you continue to be an enigma wrapped in a mystery. Uh, but on that note, let's talk carbo loading.
0: Yeah. Because we're both runners now.
1: Yeah. I went I went once three months ago. But <laughs> well, we
0: talked about it on the pod, so it's real.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh, so carbo loading, from my understanding, is uh, people who run eat Olive Garden the night before. <laughs> that seems about right. And the cross-country boys would eat at Jared's mom's house. Uh Uh-huh. And that's pretty much all I know.
0: (laughs) In every high school in America, (laughs) the cross-country boys go to some kid named Jared's house and eat a whole vat of pasta. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. You, like, need enough energy to break down to then be able to run hard, (laughs) I guess.
1: I'm sure there's science to it, but I like to think it's a treat themselves moment. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what would other events be that you would pick with other food? You know what I mean?
0: Like what would you what would I carbo load for?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But but it has to be something else. Like, uh, for example, like maybe if I was going, um if I was gonna go visit like a long distance relative who I didn't talk to very much and I was really nervous, then I would ice cream load the night before. <laughs> so I'd just sure. eat a crap ton of ice cream. Or
0: or like wine load.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well did that at a party last week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a very good question. I feel like the night before, like, going and hanging out with your college buddies, Mm -hmm. and you know that there's going to be some drinking involved, you know you're going to go out, Mm -hmm. I would 100% hot pocket load the night before. Okay. You know, just, like, get the body in a state of pure chaos, because that's what it's going to be for the next
1: (laughs) 48 hours. You want the body to know not to be able to expect better Any better you know kind of <laughs> like this is going to be the peak and your body is going to be like okay let's move on yes
0: exactly <laughs>
1: Ooh, okay um let's play a little game i'm going to name a scenario you tell me what you would load up on the night before
0: i love this then we can switch
1: okay laser tag
0: and dots <laughs> <laughs> i want to be in that space mood
1: okay i hear that that's a really good one um okay let's say you're going to uh board game night but you know the other people are going to be too competitive.
0: I feel like that's like you're, your goldfish loading. Like a bunch of goldfish.
1: Like the cracker? Like the cracker. okay. Yeah.
0: Not, not, <laughs> yes. I'm not eating I was like, pet goldfish.
1: Well, you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You're going to uh, your nephew's piano recital. And it's going <laughs> to be long.
0: It's going to be See, long. It's going to be long. See, I'm of two minds on this one. One of them is like, I'm loading up on Brie just because it feels like it would put me to sleep yeah. immediately so that i like, I want to be there for the nephew, but it's also going to be dark. Right. And it's going to be really long. Right. The other option is maybe just like grapes, just a lot of grapes. Just
1: something a little light. Yeah, something light. It would be a really pleasant Fullness.
0: Right, exactly. The kind of you want to be the kind of full that, like, if you're go, if you're, you're, that's what it is. I would want to load up on what I would bring to like an outdoor classical concert. Like, you're going mm. to Ravinia, you're going to Tanglewood, you're going
1: to Ravinia. Load,
0: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. The kind of like cheese plate and and lights, light nuts and and fruits and things like that, because then you can bring that air of oh, well. How privileged am I to be at this? My nephew's piano recital as he plays Beethoven.
1: That's a pretty talented nephew.
0: <laughs> well, it could be chopsticks too. It could be one of those. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Um, what are you gonna load up on before you go? Uh, you have to go furniture shopping the next day. Mm. Like for something boring. Not a fun piece of furniture. Mm. Like a side table or something. you
0: go for a side table?
1: And you know it's going to be a lot of stops. Okay. And you know you're going to end up at Ikea.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to go through all of Ikea because there's no way yeah, to not go through that's all of Ikea.
1: You uh, you think you're going to get like a vintage one, but you kind of know like I'm going to go to all these thrift stores and then I'm going to end up at Ikea.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um. Honestly, like that feels like a hungry man's breakfast kind of day. That feels like give me those. I'm I'm. I'm plowing the field of my apartment.
1: All right.
0: All right. I respect all these. <laughs> Paul, I'm going to give you a few. Okay. What are you going to eat before you go to a concert the next day?
1: Do I want to go to the concert?
0: You're on the fence.
1: Who's Who am I going with?
0: <laughs> like, it's free. Okay. It's free. And, like, one of your good friends is going, but, like, you listen to the music on Spotify and you were like, I don't really feel this. Oh, boy. And you stayed up too late.
1: Oh, that sounds really rough. Uh Uh, Enchiladas. (laughs) It's
0: a good choice. I respect that choice. Just
1: something that I know, like, at least this tastes good, even if tomorrow sucks. Yeah. (laughs)
0: All right. You're going out for coffee.
1: (laughs) And what do I load up on the before? Yeah, exactly. Who am I going out for coffee with? An agent. Lots more coffee. (laughs) your coffee loading yeah you don't sleep no i don't sleep but josh you know me i don't sleep normally (laughs) do you know what i earnestly love what bakeries i love bakeries they're so sweet bakeries always feel like the most earnest precious place on earth Mm -hmm. like it feels like you stepped into a beautiful little storybook because people open bakeries because they're following their dreams you know what i mean like like that is somebody's dream job and you're just walking right into it. And
0: yeah, no one's like, I'm a lawyer
1: and I've been a lawyer
0: for 20 years.
1: But I need something or I'm going to make more money. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like,
0: I want something. I really want a passion project at this point. I, I did, haven't enjoyed being a lawyer. I just want to open a waste management plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. A bakery is, it's just so idyllic. Everybody who walks in there falls in love with somebody else who walks in there. Like, it's just...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back. You're saying that... Everyone who walks into a bakery will then find someone
1: else that they fall in love with and walk out. They come in single, walk out paired. Yes, always. Um, But can I say something very controversial about bakeries? Sure. Sometimes the baked goods are better to look at than they are to eat. Yeah. Because a lot of... uh, Some baked goods are good. Sure. But some... Are very beautiful to the eye, yeah right, and, and there's there's and it's not their fault, it's just there's no way that they could live up to the expectations,
0: yeah, bakeries are the popular kids in high school,
1: yes, go on,
0: <laughs> in that like like the stereotypical popular kid who's like oh, they're the hottest kid in school. Everyone wants to be around them. But then, like, once you, like, get to know them, you're like, there's nothing going on there.
1: There's nothing going on. Yeah. Nothing
0: behind the eyes. You're
1: like, I kind of wish I never got to know it.
0: I really, I thought this was going to be chocolate, but it's red bean.
1: Mm, That's, I've been there.
0: (laughs) It is funny that, like, you can get away with, I feel like bakeries have more leeway in that way, right? Like, there aren't, like, classic steak places where it's like, oh, it looks great, and then it tastes awful, and it stays in business for several <laughs> years. Versus everyone at a bakery is like, oh, it's just so cute. It's just, I love this place. And you have it, and you're like, this is the driest croissant I've ever <laughs> had in my life. Aren't they supposed to flake? It just explodes. This one makes
1: this sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can hear the almond in this almond croissant. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm shaking it and it's in the center.
1: What about bread car?
0: (laughs) Paula, I don't know. (laughs) You put bread car on the list of things to talk about. I don't know what bread car is.
1: I don't remember putting this on the list, but I would love to kind of dive into this world of bread car.
0: I think what happened to take everyone inside the bit is we we said what are interesting things we could talk about that are like carb, and you were like car bread car.
1: I think maybe the bit is what if bread were car? <laughs> is it what if car were bread? So here's my question: bread car? Sure.
0: Love is it. it a functioning car made out of bread, or is it a car that runs on bread? So,
1: okay, so that's really good because what I was picturing when we when when we talk about bread car, I'm picturing um like a uh, Fred Flintstone type uh-huh. feet on the ground, running around.
0: Okay, here's what I'm picturing for bread car. <laughs> it's a toaster with wheels and a, dry, a steering wheel. <gasps> What and you said? use the bread energy, the toast energy to power the car. So you have to just constantly be loading a new piece of toast oh. into the car.
1: So there kind of has to be one person on the back.
0: Yeah. It's like a Mad Max situation where we've lost all forms of current types of energy, except for, I guess, electricity. Yeah. Um, and so
1: <laughs> we were like, uh, no, bread cars is easier. <laughs> yeah. and
0: so what we've done is we basically like imagine a pickup truck. But on the bed of the back of it, there's a to- a very large toaster. Got it. With where you put very large pieces of bread, that as they toast the, I don't know how this works. Bread energy, yeah. the toast energy, bread Yeah, by, by no, you said it right, bread energy. <laughs> yeah, by burning the toast, mm-hmm. we get energy that fuels the car. The toaster goes. Shunk and shoots the toast out of the car. This is a dangerous society. When it's not used. And then the person in the back loads two more pieces of toast in and then cranks it down again and lets it toast until those are done. It's giant bread. It's giant bread.
1: So millions of people are dying every year from being hit by a burned piece of bread.
0: Yeah. And millions of people are dying every year because we're putting our food resources towards bread car (laughs) instead of feeding them with this giant bread. And I keep
1: screaming, isn't it amazing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's gluten free in this apocalypse scenario. So they didn't know what to do with all. (laughs) There's so much wheat. And no one knows what to do with it, so they have to do it, put it in bread car.
1: Oh, no. Something happened to society where we have to use bread to power cars. <laughs> That's how the movie starts.
0: <laughs> That's the tagline. At-
1: yeah. Okay, so picture this movie. <laughs> okay. Now I haven't seen Mad Max, so this is kind of based off my context clues. Sure. So, okay, so it's a, it's a, it's a world, right? Like, you just see, like, this flat land. You're
0: good so far. It is a world.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's a flat land, and you hear this, like, music in the background, like, so the, the like a person comes running in in like a Tarzan type outfit mm-hmm. and then he starts yelling at another person who's wearing like they're wearing like a helmet and holding like a snake skin. Uh-huh. And the the Tarzan outfit goes, "Oh no, Something bad happened. And now bread is, has to power all our cars. <laughs> and then the movie title appears and it says, <laughs> "Bread Car." Something bad happened.
0: <laughs> and now bread has to power all of our car.
1: And in the whole movie, they don't talk about at all what happened. No. It's just, they just keep saying when something bad happened.
0: And then it's a shot for shot remake of the original Fast and the Furious movie. But it's just with bread car With bread
1: cars. <laughs> and everyone's like, why is this happening again? And you go, because of that bad thing. Remember? <laughs> Humans... Oh,
0: <laughs> I think that's going to do it for I us. Think
1: that's going to do it for us.
0: Thank you, as always, for tuning in to another episode of our little podcast. Before we head out, we are going to do our signature segment. Earnest, earnest moment
1: of, of the, the week. week.
0: This earnest moment comes from one of our listeners, Thomas. Hi, Thomas he says I texted my mother-in-law about how much I love my wife while she was in surgery
1: oh that's so sweet it's so
0: sweet right oh Paul is ac- Paul is tearing up for real right now it's very sweet it's very I sweet like a lot. and
1: I famously never cry <laughs> We have another imachua from our good friend Ryan, who co-hosts the wonderful music video podcast. So check that out.
0: Especially the episode that Paula is in. I don't know if that's out yet.
1: Oh, it will. It, it'll it come out right before this. So the most recent one of theirs is, it's me.
0: So if you want more Paula, you know where <laughs> to find
1: her. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> I'll text out her uh, her home address so you can say hi all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. it's All right. Ryan said... I went to a show last night and laughed so hard I had to hide my entire face in my hands. Mm. Which is so wonderful and sweet. And I want to know what happened.
0: <laughs> I want to know a beat for beat
1: I recreation
0: to of what happened at that show.
1: I love that. I think that's such a nice one.
0: Mm-hmm. I. It is always... It's it's both lovely and embarrassing to be the one who is laughing the hardest in <laughs> yeah. a live performance.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I have um, I I have uh, a what, what's known in, in by science as a very loud laugh. Mm. So I think that's probably a similar yeah thing.
0: As always, thank you to Ryan Cruz for our logo and for all the auxiliary art she does for us. Um, you can follow her at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And thank you to Dylan Dutch. He is at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. And he did our lovely theme song. If you have an earnest moment of the week or a question or just want to reach out to us, have a topic idea, want to ask about how Paula and I met, um, you can do that in uh, social media. We are at being earnest pod on all social media or being earnest pod at gmail.com and until next week don't forget oh no something happened and now we need to use bread to power cars bye everyone see you next week